Hey everybody, thank you for joining me on another episode of The Mental Golf Show. I'm your host, Josh Nichols, and on this week's episode, we talk about what it means to try to aspire to play like the pros, and whether or not that's something that we should all be trying to do. Really challenge yourself on this one. All right, let's get into it. When you read mental game books or you watch TV coverage or you listen to podcasts, you probably get the impression that every tour player thinks the same thing and goes through the same process. Or at least every player aspires to do that same process, that same gold standard for the way to think before every shot. I've even taught players this way before, that there uh, is a one way to think, a one way to go through that process before every shot. But I think the reason why we feel this way and the reason why we tend to hear the same things from most people is because we tend to project what's going on in our own mind. We know what has helped us be successful in the past, but it's, it's impossible to know what would help someone else what would help other people play better in their own game. So you really only know what's going on in your own head, and you know what has worked for you in the past, so it's the only available information that you have to share with other people for how to do it. And this is the dangerous side to listening to winner's interviews, post-round interviews, pre-round interviews of what players are gonna be thinking going into a round, what they were thinking that helped them win, it's, this is the dangerous side of that. There's great values to that, to learning what the best players do. But when you say X player thinks this way to get into the zone and then immediately apply it to your own life, that's dangerous because that's what helps them play better. They can't know what helps you play better. What works for them might not work for you. So here's a rule of thumb that you can fall back onto when you're searching for what to think like, who to be like, uh, how you should be swinging, who you should be comparing yourself to. This is something that I believe every one of us can agree on, the, the fundamental, most important thing in golf. The goal of every shot is to hit it well. That's the most fundamental thing in golf. And you string shots that are hit well together and you get good holes, good scores, good tournaments, good seasons, and good careers. So there's nothing more fundamental than hitting the shot well. That's the fundamental goal in playing good golf. But where a lot of us get tangled up is when we think the goal is something external from us. We need to be as good as blank. We need to swing like blank. We need to think like blank. We need to play just like blank. If only my swing was like this or that. If only I could go through this same process that this player goes through because obviously it works. They can win majors with that process so I should do it and apply it to my game. I've learned in my 15 years of competitive playing and now roughly uh, a year and a half of mental coaching and turning back around and helping players that there's a misconception in golf that in order to be as good as the best 
you have to play just like the best. But I believe we need to reframe our thinking on this. We're trying to hit shots well at the current stage that we're at, not at the stage that another player is at. We're trying to hit good shots with our game, not with someone else's game. Okay, think about it this way. In order for you to hit the best shots when it matters most, you need to be the same version of yourself that hits your best shots when it matters least. Think about your mentality when it matters least. You're most likely playing a casual round of golf, playing with people you enjoy being around or playing by yourself, playing your home course. So of course you're in a good mentality. And most likely this is when you shoot your best scores. So now you go into a round or a tournament where it matters a little more and you're searching for a way to think. You add things to your mind to calm down. But when you play your best, you have dramatically fewer things on your mind, and golf might even be one of those thoughts that are absent when you're playing your best and when it matters least. Reading a book and looking for a mental tip that you can use the next time you play or watching TV coverage and looking for way players do it or the things players say to use the next time you play, this is like saying, I'm gonna go on a walk, so what can I grab to take with me that will make this walk easier? No, when you go on a walk, you leave as much stuff as you can behind. That's what makes a walk easier. You lighten your load to make your walk easier. And when you've played your best golf, it probably feels like a walk in the park. You might've had a swing thought, maybe not. You might've had a mental tip that calmed you down, Maybe not. In my experience, you most likely didn't even think that much. And more than likely, you can't even remember what you were thinking during that round. This is a large reason why the mental game is so complicated for people, because we tend to apply the same work ethic that we do in other parts of our lives, or to our swing, to our mental game. We try to add on new things. But the best mental game is the least mental game. Less is more. A good mental coach, which is something I'm aspiring to be, will help you strip away things from your life, not add more things on. Like Dr. Joseph Parent says in his book Zen Golf, we're untying the sandbags that have become attached to us throughout our lives. So how can we apply this to our own golf games? How, how do you apply less is more? Like, usually the thing with an application is I'm giving you something to do to add on to your golf game or to your mind. So at the risk of prescribing you another sandbag to tie onto you that will weigh you down more, here's something I want you to try the next time you play. Try not going through a pre-shot routine. I know this sounds crazy, but if you're uncomfortable with it, ease into it. But for a lot of us, the pre-shot routine is a perfect example of a heavy sandbag that's tied onto us that we do and don't even really know why. We just continue to do it because the pros do it or we've been told to do it maybe by our swing instructor or something we heard on a podcast or uh, it's just it's just what we've been told our entire golfing lives is a pre-shot routine is something you need to do and here's the gold standard of the pre-shot routine. This good player does this and a lot of players kind of follow this similar thing, so you should too. But doing something just because other people do it and 
just because it's what most people say to do has never been a good reason to do something. So try just living in the moment, just being comfortable, just being in your own skin. Because most likely when you were playing your best or in a round of golf that mattered its least, you weren't rigidly following a pre-shot routine and pushing away your external environment. You were, you were in your environment and enjoying it and just being yourself. And secondly, as always, completely accept the result no matter what with zero judgment of yourself. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Mental Golf Show. In order to show that you liked it, imagine double tapping on an Instagram post or tapping the heart on a tweet. The equivalent of that for podcasts is giving this podcast a rating. Ratings allow other people to discover the podcast. It shows me that people don't hate the podcast. So to show that you liked this episode or any other episode, go give it a rating. If you tend to like these episodes, maybe subscribe, possibly share it, uh, you know, quote unquote, add the post to your story like on Instagram or retweet. The equivalent of that would be to just share it. I would love that very much. So thank you for listening to this episode and I will catch you guys in the next one. All right. See ya.